five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. Tanis Esther, the Fast of Esther. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
bam biram bam 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 yam biri bira yam bam 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 biram bam yam bam bira bam bam
never get back to California I'm gonna round up every Jew I've ever known I'm gonna sit down right down there in front of me Gonna take out this guitar and sing them all these songs God is alive and well in Jerusalem, yeah A people praying three times a day to him Throw away the cars and bars, the stocks and bones And up loans. grab a boat, a plane, if need be swim some folks got a Lincoln Continental Tinted glass so nobody sees it Just one time a light to roll down the window Say you ain't gonna fool the Lord with this hunk of tin God is alive and well in Jerusalem, yeah Times a day to hell. Throw away the cars and bombs, the stocks and bombs, and up catalogs. Grab a boat, a plane, and swim. Watch this. <laughs> Through the window, a rock with a note on it. Here, let me see what it says. It says, Dear Mr. Shapiro, unless you deposit $10,000 in small bills, 
in a paper bag under the old hollow tree in a vacant lot on the corner at midnight tomorrow, we will kidnap your wife. Sincerely yours, your kidnappers. Boy, some tough cookies. I better write them an old back immediately. Let me see. Pencil, paper. Dear kidnappers, your rack of this date received. I am writing to tell you I do not have $10,000, but please keep in touch. Your proposition interests me. J.M. in the A.M. <laughs> Our comedy segments continue. Even on this Tannis Esther morning at JM in the AM, 6.31 in the morning, 29 minutes before 7 o'clock. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us. What's today? Wednesday, the 20th of March, March 20th of 2019. Happy birthday to those who are celebrating a birthday on March the 20th. It's the 13th day in the month of Adar 2. The year 5779, Tufshin Ayin Test. Today is Tanis Esther. Today is the fast of Esther. Traditionally, it ends once Megillah reading is uh, complete. And, of course, we read the Megillah tonight. We read the Megillah tomorrow morning in Yerushalayim. They read the Megillah on uh, Thursday night and on uh, Friday morning. So a little bit different because uh, they observe Purim on the day that Shushan Purim is observed. So for us, outside of Israel, or I should say outside of Jerusalem, um, here's what we're going to do. We're going to uh, observe Purim tonight and tomorrow. We will have Tanis Esther, the fast of Esther today, Purim tomorrow, Mayor Weingarten sitting in this chair, and I thank him. And then Friday morning, Shushan Purim, a, um, a, a potpourri of activity on Shushan Purim. As we learned yesterday at the Kushner School's, uh, we've got um, Purim carnivals in some schools. We've got dress-up days, costume parties, Purim chagigot on Shushan Purim. A lot going on this Friday uh, around the uh, global Jewish community. So lots of celebrating this week. Baruch Hashem, we got a chance to celebrate and to uh, really enjoy the holiday. And I'm glad you're spending so much of it with us here at the Nachum Siegel Network. I remind you that tomorrow... Here at the Nahum Siegel Network, it's one of our best days of the year because we literally, from early in the morning, starting with JM in the AM, all the way through the day, present amazing and incredible Purim music, Purim comedy, just a whole bunch of fun and uh, high-spirited entertainment. So please, spend the entire day with us. Today, of course, but tomorrow as well, as the Nahum Siegel Network presents an amazing Purim mix all through the day, and we preempt our regular Thursday programming to do so. All right, simple as that. Make sure to be tuned in and to um, and to enjoy. Hey, I want to wish a mazel tov to the Mermelstein family here on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. I know they are tremendous JM and the AM Nahum Siegel Network fans. 
And David Mermelstein, one of the nicest kids, one of the nicest guys, uh, he is a chatan. Mazal tov. David Mermelstein uh, looking at a photo right now of uh, him and his uh, Kala Esti. So to David and Esti, we say Mazal tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. And I'm going to add, of course, a special Mazal tov to, um, to uh, Simcha and uh, Aviva Mermelstein. And um, the entire extended Mermelstein and Nagler families from all of us here at JM and the AMs. That's a great, great piece of news that we heard last night. And we say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. If you go to Aviva's posting, uh, Aviva's um, you know, wall on Facebook, you'll see a nice photo of the Chatan and Kala. <clears throat> so we say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. A big thank you to everybody at the Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy and the Ray Kushner Yeshiva High School. We had an amazing day there yesterday. I pointed out during bonus JM early this morning that, um, you know, we always, I said this yesterday, we always get an opportunity, and I'm not minimizing it. It's always a great opportunity. We always get an opportunity to um, concentrate on certain aspects of the Yeshiva League, especially the work that's being done on the court uh, in uh, in basketball, hockey, etc. We do a lot of that here at JMNAM, and, and for good reason. I'm glad we do it. But yesterday we had an opportunity because we were live at the Kushner schools and spending the day with uh, kindergarten through 12th grade and the staff, administration, etc. We had an opportunity to really concentrate on some of the most amazing things going on uh, in the field of Jewish education. And uh, and 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 really uh, discover the role that the Kushner schools are playing uh, in that amazing uh, revolution, or maybe that's the wrong word, but the the amazing things that are going on in the world of Jewish education. So when we're sitting there and we get an opportunity to talk about APAC and taking seventy-seven students, and we have an opportunity to talk about <laughs> five or six different students. Uh, who are an example of those who are working on science projects like we never had in my day. I mean, that was an incredible segment. And Torah Bowl and Chidona Tanakh and so many other things, Battle of the Bands and so many other things. It was really an amazing opportunity. So I thank everybody, Ruben. I thank everybody at the Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy, the Ray Kushner Yeshiva High School, wishing them a great Purim week. We thank them for having us there uh, in Livingston, New Jersey yesterday. Big thank you to uh, Mark Zomick and Yoni Pollock who were there on the spot and all of our staff, of course, who worked so hard behind the scenes, especially Avrami and Miriam L. Wallach and ZK, everybody who pitched in behind the scenes. And, um, I'm going to give an extra special shout out and thank you to the Halpern family, to the Jacob family and everybody who made it possible for us to be there yesterday. It was a, it was, it, it was something we spoke about for quite a while, uh, to be there and to really highlight, what they're doing on that beautiful campus and it was just a golden opportunity and I'm glad we were able to do it, especially during Purim week, such a festive week in the Jewish world. So I thank everybody who tuned in, got some great comments and uh, I thank everybody who was, uh, who was part of it, either there or as part of our audience yesterday uh, during JM in the AM. Um, let's see, some of the music we've been playing this morning. You heard Moshe Hech, God is Alive and Well in Jerusalem, off of the Yes Legacy album. Nigun Achachma from Simcha Liner, the Weinrib Brothers with Nigun Simcha. Lezamer Nigun from Amiran Devir. Al Hanisim, words we start saying tonight. You heard both the Amudi Sheish Choir and your Achmiel Begun of the Miami Boys Choir. And of course, Regesh with Modani opening things up. 
and we say good morning. 37 degrees in New York. How do you like that? Um, for those of you who are, <laughs> for those of you who are affiliated with Cat Masora, I've been doing this to Ari Katz the last couple of mornings. Uh, 21 degrees up there. Not bad. Not bad. 21 for the month of March up in Guilford, New York. I know that there are a lot of people who are dreaming about camp already. So I'm glad I'm able to uh, facilitate that <laughs> by giving a reminder about what the weather is like up in uh, Guilford, New York on the Camp Missouri campus. Um, 37 degrees outside, as we said, 74% humidity winds are calm, mostly sunny today with a high temperature of 53. Then tonight, showers late, a low of 42. Tomorrow, unfortunately for us in this area, it looks like a good amount of rain on Purim Day. Yeah, that always makes things, uh, a little too damp. Makes things a, uh, you know, not as nice, so to speak. But all right, it is what it is. Uh, I'm just looking at the uh, at the different forecasts. Yeah, boy, it's the middle part of the day and everything. Wow. Oh boy, if you have a Purim suit in this area in New York and New Jersey, make sure to have a coat rack <laughs> for all for all the wet raincoats, because when we get to uh, about noontime, it's going to start and it's going to feel like it's not going to end for quite a while. So that's the story. Rain for tomorrow, a high of 50, 67 in Yerushalayim, 37 here in New York City as we say good morning at JM and the AM. 20 minutes before 7 o'clock as we continue here at JM and the AM. And um, let's see, where are we here? Let's do something that that will start exciting everybody out there for the upcoming holiday of Purim. Yehuda Green, JM in the AM.
when it comes to the month of Adar and the Erev Purim, and that's Things Might Have Been Different. A lot of interesting references there with some fun uh, when it comes to modern, well, modern history, some of, some of it from hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Wednesday morning, it's Tanis Esther. Hope your fast is going well. Ten minutes before the hour, it's JM in the AM. Uh, before that, you heard Shlomo Katz and Shoshana Yaakov. Chew us some words from Shoshana Yaakov by Yehuda Green. More coming up here at JM in the AM. Here is Chaim David. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. 
Scheinzeit nicht. Ich fuhr zurück, zurück zu dir, mein Feierer, mein Baropach. Mein Herz ist nicht schwer, ich sorg sich nicht mehr. Seuf, seuf, ich fuhr ein zu euch, mein Baropach. Und die Jantif ist nicht schwach. Wo jeden lernen am Blatt, Tag und Nacht. Sag jeden dem Wort, als du bist mein Ort. Ich denk noch euch, mein Goldene, mein Borobach. Mein Freund, Abbock und Heint, ich kauf ein Kondominium in Boropark. Mit Schlafzimmer vier und zwei Schändelier, fahr mir wird lichtig freilich sein in Boropark. Would it be Erev Purim without that... Se- <coughs> Excuse me. Without that selection from uh, the Rechnitzer Rejects? That's Boda Park here at JM in the AM. Chaim David, before that was Shoshanas Yaakov. We heard Shlomo Katz in there with Shoshanas Yaakov. It's Wednesday. Tanis Esther, hope your fast is going well. Fast ends after the uh, reading of the Megillah tonight. <coughs> tonight we read Megillah. <coughs> Tomorrow morning we read Megillah. In Yerushalayim they'll read Megillah Thursday night and Friday morning. Wishing everybody an amazing and uh, incredible and festive happy Purim. Special good morning to Rabbi Rubin and everybody at the Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy and the Ray Kushner Yeshiva High School. It was amazing being there yesterday and broadcasting a Tuesday jam in the AM from there. Thank you and thank you to everybody for commenting on the show yesterday. Much appreciated. It was really a wonderful visit with some great conversations. A lot of wonderful things happening 
in the field of Jewish education in our community. That's quite obvious. And a special shout-out to the Halpern and Jacob families from all of us here at JM in the AM. Galitzal in the background. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Wednesday follows next. We say Boker Tov and Purim Sameach from JM in the AM. גליצל מירושלים השעה אחת, שלום רב, כאן רן יבנאי עם מה שקורה עכשיו. איראן מכישה שפרצה למכשיר הטלפון של יושב ראש כחול לבן בני גנץ. כתבת חדשות החוץ, אינה אנטונוב. הציונים רגילים לשחק משחקי האשמות, אמר היום דובר משרד החוץ של איראן, שטען כי ממשלתו מעולם לא הורתה על פריצה לטלפונים ישראליים. לטענת משרד החוץ של איראן, כל פרסום אחר מהווה חלק מלוחמה פסיכולוגית נגד ארצו. בדבריו דובר משרד החוץ הודה כי לאיראן יש יכולות טכנולוגיות מתקדמות, אך הבטיח שהן משמשות רק לפיתוח הרפובליקה האסלאמית. פרשת הצוללות. בית משפט השלום בראשון לציון העריך בחמישה ימים את מעצרו של מיקי גנור. מדווחת כתובתנו עדת שטייף. מיקי גנור חשוד הפעם במתן שוחד, הלבנת הון, קשר לפשע, מרמה ושיבוש מהלכי משפט, כמו גם מסירת הודעה כוזבת. חשדות אלו הן לאחר שחזר בו מהסכם עד המדינה שחתם עם המדינה. לטענתו, הוא קיבל כסף על ייעוץ ולא שוחד. בית המשפט נעתר לבקשת המשטרה והעריך את מעצרו בחמישה ימים. נחשף דוח תלונות הציבור על השופטים, ולפיו הוכפלו מספר התלונות נגד התנהגות בלתי ראויה של שופטים. כתבתנו מוריה אסרף עם פרטי הדוח המלאים. בשנה החולפת הוגשו תשע מאות וארבע תלונות נגד שופטים, מהם רק שישה עשר אחוזים נמצאו מוצדקות. הוכפל מספר התלונות המוצדקות שהוגשו בגין התנהגות בלתי ראויה של שופט, ומנגד ישנה ירידה דווקא בתלונות על ליקויים בניהול המשפט ועיכוב הליכים. במסגרת הטיפול בהצהרות הון של שופטים, נפתחו השנה שלושים וארבעה תיקים חדשים. עמותה יהודית רכשה מערבים מאה דונמים בשטח E1 השנוי במחלוקת במטרה ליישב אותם ולקבוע עובדות במקום. השטח שנמצא בין ירושלים למעלה אדומים מהווה נקודת חיבור בין היישובים הפלסטינים מצפון ומדרום לירושלים ובנייה בו תקשה מאוד את חלוקת האזור בעתיד. את הפרטים הביא לראשונה כתבנו יובל שגב. עשרות מכלי בנזן וסולר ירוקנו במפעלי בזן בעקבות חריגות מתמשכות בזיהום האוויר. כתבנו מאיר מרציאנו. במסגרת צו מינהלי שהוציא המשרד להגנת הסביבה למפעלי בזן וגדיף במפרץ חיפה, עשרות מכלים של סולר ובנזן ירוקנו. עוד מורה המשרד על החלפת אלפי רכיבים למניעת זיהום אוויר בעלות של עשרות מיליוני שקלים, זאת לאחר שלא הוכיחו עצמם כיעילים. מבזן נמסר בתגובה, פועלים ביתר שאת לצמצום זיהום האוויר. המשטרה עצרה בתל אביב אישה כשהיא מחופשת, ולא בגלל פורים, גונבת תיקים מאזרחים, כתבתנו ליה ספילקין. על פי החשד, בת 56 גנבה תיקים מאזרחים במספר מקרים בבתי עסק שונים במרכז הארץ. היא חשודה שביצעה את סדרת הגנבות כשהיא מחופשת, ומשכה עשרות אלפי שקלים עם כרטיסי אשראי שהיו בתיקים. אתמול נעצרה יחד עם גבר החשוד שסייע לה בביצוע העבירות, ומעצרם הוארך עד יום שני. שנקרא גנבה. ולא מחופשת. מזג האוויר עלייה בטמפרטורות, לאורך החוף ינשבו רוחות צפוניות. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולט. Shoshana Siyako 
Esther invites Kiachashverus to a party with Haman attending. Meanwhile, Haman makes a 50-foot tree intended for Mordechai. At that first party, Esther invites Achashverosh and Haman to a second party. This time, Esther tells Achashverosh of a plot to kill her people. Achashverosh asks, who is this wicked person who wants to kill the Jews? Esther answers, it is Haman, and he is standing right there. Later, Haman is hung on the same tree meant for Mordechai. At 1987, Schlockrock sings all about Purim in the song called Before I was a married man, my parents numbered two. They showered me with loving care and showed me what to do. At times they were a burden, but I soon would realize my mama and my tata. They considered me their prize But ever since my wedding day I have an extra pair Oy, oy, have I got in-laws For me, this is a schwer Mein schwer und mein schwieger Somehow we never get along Mein Schwert und mein Schwiegel They're always right, I'm always wrong Oh, my Schwert, he loves the dark He loved living in a tomb And my Schwiegel, if she could fly I am sure 
a broom Whenever we're talking What I have said is never heard My schwer and my spiegel They always have the final word May Hashem keep them healthy for years to be Just as long as they stay far away from me Because I have developed an allergy To that schwer and that schwer of mine
Brand new Srilly Green at JM in the AM. A selection entitled Uh Ah. Good life, but it's the end. Where is my son Simo that came to see me from California? Hello, Papa. Goodbye, Simo. <laughs> Simo, my son, it's the end. Don't say that, Papa. It's not the end. Even at the end, my own son is telling me what to say. <laughs> Simo, my boy, believe me, it's the end. All right, Papa, I believe you. It's the end. Simo, I liked it better when you were arguing with me. Papa, is there anything I can get for you? Yes. One thing before I go, I would like one piece of Mama's delicious apple strudel. It's my last wish. I'll get it for you, Papa. What else could a man want but the taste of Mama's apple strudel on his lips when he goes? I'm a lucky man. I'm back, Papa. Oh, good. The apple strudel. No, Papa. I didn't get it. Mama says you can't have any. What do you mean? Can't have any. She said the strudel is for after the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday morning, jam in the AM on this Tannis Esther. Uh, some of our great classic comedy segments on an era of Purim here at JM in the AM. No matter where you are around the world, thanks so much for tuning in and being part of this amazing Erev Purim experience. That's right. That's what we call it, an Erev Purim experience on this Tannis Esther. It may be a fast day, but it's a different type of fast day with Purim right around the corner. Uh, before that comedy segment, you heard the uh, brand new one from Srilly Green. It's called Ah uh, Ah. Uh, Schwer and Schwiger. That came from the Rechnitzer Rejects. And um, we're going to correct that on the play, on the playlist. There we go. Um, Schlockrock, Hadacha Schwerosh, and of course Ruach opened up the hour with Shoshana Siakov. Big thank you to our friends at the Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy. 
Ray Kushner Yeshiva High School, an amazing visit there yesterday uh, at JM in the AM. Uh, we really had an amazing visit and a wonderful time. Thanks to everybody, Ruben, and the entire staff and all the lay leaders that joined us. It was really a great day. And a special thank you to the Halpern and Jacob families from all of us here at JM in the AM. We had spoken for so long about getting to the Kushner schools and having a great morning with the students and the faculty and administration. It finally happened yesterday, and we're so glad that it did. NSN on the road in Israel, uh, sponsored by uh, Aaron's Casino Farms. Make sure to take Aaron's Casino Farms on the road with you this Pesach for all your Pesach needs. And as we keep telling everybody, oh, actually, I may be there today at Aaron's because, hey, you've got a lot of shopping to do for Purim and obviously Pesach right around the corner. Check out Aaron's Casino Farms. And those of you who are uh, in the Kushner schools, remember that Aaron's of West Orange has a loyalty program with the Kushner schools. And now during the month between Purim and Pesach, all purchases will garner a 4%, a 4% contribution of uh, what you spend back to the Kushner Schools, part of their loyalty program with the Kushner Schools. Check it out at Aaron's in West Orange, New Jersey. And um, we give them a big happy Purim shout-out from all of us here at JM in the AM. Plenty more coming up. After all, it's Tanis Esther. It's Erev Purim. Here's another one from the Rechnitzer Rejects.
J.M. and the A.M. Mach Abrocha is the name of that one, of course, from Shmuley Unger here at J.M. and the A.M. Um, where are we here? Before the uh, Mach Abrocha selection, sitting in the Schwitz, done by the Rechnitzer Rejects here at J.M. and the A.M. Hmm. I think this is the comedy segment that's been requested. I hope I'm right. I think this is the one. Uh, let's see. 
Let's see. Let's see if I'm right here. I think this is the one. We'll listen to it together here at JM in the AM. Watch out. Landmines ahead. Watch out. Landmines ahead. Watch out. Landmines ahead. Watch out. Landmines ahead. Look out. Shell holes 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 ahead. Hey, how far are we from the front lines? Hey, how far are we from the front lines? Hey, how far are we from the front lines? Ten miles. <laughs> Ten miles. Ten miles. Ten miles? And why are we whispering? Then why are we whispering? Then why are we whispering? I don't know about you boys, but I've got laryngitis. There you go. <laughs> there it is. The military patrol at JM and the AM. 7.30 in the morning. It is Tanis Esther. It's also Erev Purim. That's right. Purim begins tonight. And we are celebrating here at JM and the AM. Big shout out to our friends at the Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy, Ray Kushner Yeshiva High School. We had an amazing visit there yesterday. It was wonderful to be part of their Tuesday morning yesterday with JM and the AM. Um, let's see here on the app. Well, that was the, uh, that was the, um, request listener Devora wanted to hear the, uh, laryngitis joke. I think that's the one. She, and the cakes were after the funeral. The strudels were after the funeral. We did that one earlier this morning here at JMNAM. Listener Sam says, dearest Nahum, give a shout out to our doc manager, Mo Dembitzer on his engagement to Chaviva. We love you. Happy Purim. Well, thank you for that. And mazel tov Mo and Chaviva. And we mentioned earlier a mazel tov to the Mermelstein family, David Mermelstein and his kala, mazel tov. Rabbi down in Atlanta says, 38 in ATL. Happy birthday to my mom in Boynton Beach. I guess he was referencing those who have a birthday on March 20th. Happy birthday to them from all of us here at JMNAM. And an early morning shout-out came from Baca, Jerusalem, where they're going to be observing um, Purim on Shushan Purim Thursday night and Friday. We, of course, read Megillah tonight and Thursday morning, and we are very much looking forward to the amazing holiday. Uh, Wednesday morning here at JM in the AM by Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Arav Zebner Yosef Alevi and Zechonishmas Esther Basar Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn in the Medrash that when Esther HaMalka had passed the Beisat Slomim, the place where the idols were kept, in the palace, all of a sudden, the Shekhinah, the Divine Presence, departed from her. When she realized it, she cried out, Keli, Keli, Lama Zavtani, Hashem, O Hashem, why have you forsaken us? The words of David HaMelech in Tehillim. The Medrash says, Keli, means Keli Bayam, Hashem of the sea, Keli B'Sinai. Hashem of Harsinai. The Mephoshim asked the question, what does it mean, Keli Bayam, Keli B'Sinai? The Hashem of the Yam and the Hashem of Sinai. It's answered by Rabbi Shmuel Halevi Unger. Extremely interesting fact that when B'nai Yisrael had wanted to get out of Mitzrayim and they were faced with the Yamsuf, with the Red Sea, they didn't know how they were going to cross it. They didn't know how they were going to be saved from the Mitzrayim, the Egyptians. So they cried out, Keli. That was Keli Bayam. 
That was the Hashem of the sea. At that time, however, they lacked the mitzvahs. They lacked the fact that they were not observant and that many of them had unfortunately gone down the level of Tumah, the 49 levels of impurity. At that moment, though, Hashem said, I know in the future you're going to stand by Harsinai. I know that you have the faith, the Amuna in the future. That they showed faith for Hashem and also for the Chachamim, for Moshe Rabbeinu. Because of that, Hashem said, I will take the future good Kabbalos, the future Kabbalos HaTorah, when you will accept the Torah, and I will apply it now in this present situation. And so Esther HaMalka said the same, Keli Bayom, Keli B'Sinai. Maybe that Bnei Yisrael, maybe they did sin. Maybe they did attend the Suda Vachashverosh, that feast that they were not supposed to be at. Maybe they didn't do all the mitzvahs. However, Keli B'Sinai, they're going to accept the Torah once again. They're going to accept it mitoch ava from great love. So Hashem forgive their sins and redeem them now from this terrible decree. We know that Esther HaMalka's prayer was accepted. And that is in particular on today, when we have the Tainus Esther, when we all fast and do tshuva. We hope and we pray, we daven, that Hashem will accept all of our tshuva and we will have redemption from everything, from any enemy, from all the different things in Klal Yisrael that we need, for instance, Rufus and Yeshua's, Besuros Tavos, good news, should all the children come back to the correct derech, the derech HaTorah, there should be big Shalom bias, and Bez Hashem, it should be the best and the happiest Purim ever. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Sham in the AM. Thank you, Rabbi Goldwasser. And we wish everybody a very easy fast, an amazing holiday of Purim. Don't forget, Mayor Weingarten's here tomorrow, and I thank him in advance. He's amazing. He'll be here tomorrow to take you through a great Purim morning. And then um, a Friday, of course, on Shushan Purim, we are here. On Shushan Purim, we will be here. And we will be uh, enjoying a, uh, not a, excuse me, not only a great Shushan Purim, um, celebration, but we'll be enjoying the uh, weekly update with Malcolm Honline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. Uh, a gentleman named Neve Leibowitz, who I don't think will mind me mentioning, is 15 years old, is with us live via telephone from Kemp Mill, Maryland. He is a member of the Berman Hebrew Academy NCSY Jump Team. Jump is a nationwide program in which participating Jewish schools are challenged to create unique and inspiring programs for their community. The Berman team created a halacha education program via text called Helpful Halacha. Niv Leibowitz. Early happy Purim to you, and welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. Happy Purim to you, too. And I'm told we're joined by another 
guest with us live via telephone. Who would that be, Neve? I'm Leora Guberman. Le- Leora Guberman is with us as well. An early happy Purim to you, Leora. Thank you. Happy Purim to you. All right, Neve, we'll start with you. Uh, what is helpful halacha? Okay, so helpful halacha is a community halacha education initiative via text message. So when you sign up, every day at 7.30 a.m., you will get a short, interesting halacha sent to your phone. (laughs) Uh, How'd you come up with this idea? So at our school, although our school does teach halacha in various ways, we don't have a set class specifically designed to teach us Jewish law. And we saw there was a need in the community with modern Orthodox teens that they're missing halacha, they're missing education for halacha in their lives. All right, so this, so is, we, this is geared to teenagers. Even the, text, yes. the text themselves, or the text themselves, uh, are geared toward Jewish teenagers out there. Yes. What's been the reaction to it so far? Uh, everyone loves it. There are great halachot that we sent out, um, because especially everyone really likes it because they're interesting and they're relevant to the current times. For example, after the, um, the college fraud scandal, we sent out this halacha. It is forbidden to give or accept a bribe, even if it's for a good cause, such as getting your children into an elite college. <laughs> so, very timely, I must say. That's very nice. Yes, our halacha are timely. We try to make them timely and we try to make them as interesting and applicable as possible. All right. Um, I don't know if you or Leora wants to take this one, but but how did this all start? What's JUMP and what's NCSY trying to do with this JUMP program? So I can explain a little bit about JUMP. So it's a nationwide program by NCSY that gives teens the opportunity to become leaders in their community. So JUMP, the nationwide competition, is started off with a conference, we're in Stanford, Connecticut. We're all participating schools uh, arrive at the conference at a hotel, and they listen to amazing speakers with topics ranging from how to create a budget to social, social entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And for, with the knowledge that the students gain at the conference, they're able to apply that to how they implement their programs throughout the year. All right. Aside from joining us, how do we grow Helpful Halacha? How do we do that? Um, so we have, um, we have like other ways to advertise. We hang up flyers in schools, restaurants, shows. Um, we also have an Instagram and a Facebook. We were published in, we had an article published in a local newspaper. And we also got Yako Shweki to give us a shout out. <laughs> Very good strategy on your part, I must say. Mm-hmm. Um, did this exist before in any fashion? Are you tweaking an idea that was out there about daily texts having to do with halacha? Or is this uh, perceived to be, and it certainly could be accurate, perceived to be a completely brand new project for the American Jewish youth? So what's unique and special about our program is that there's two, th- two ways that I see it. One, we, ours is the most convenient way. It's the most convenient of all other Halakha Yomi programs, right. where for us, we just send it straight to your phone, you get it a text, and you receive it, and then you just look at your phone, and that's when you get it. And another unique aspect about our program is that we just give it in a short, interesting way. 
other programs, they write whole long emails of like all the different discussions. For us, we're just giving you the short, simple halacha in an interesting way. I love it. I think it's a great idea. All right. Uh, you know what I'm doing right now, right? You know what I what I just did here in the studio. Come on. What, what, is- what do you think I just did here in the studio? <laughs> You just signed up. Correct. I'm as we speak. I'm texting the words "daily halacha," and I believe it should be written as one word. Correct. Yes, yeah. one word. Daily halacha. D a i l y h a l a c h a. What you do is, as one word, you text that to nine four two five three nine four two. Five three, and I've just gotten a text back that says, "Welcome to Helpful Halacha, sponsored by the Berman Jump Team." You receive a daily text with a relevant halacha. Contact Jump at mjbha.org. Reply, stop to quit. So now I'm part of this. Now listen, guys, everybody in our audience, we want to outdo whatever influence Yaakov Shweki had on this program. I want everybody out there right now who's within the sound of my voice to pick up your phone and text the word, one word, daily halacha, no H at the end. It's daily, H-A-L-A-C-H-A, to 94253. Let's get some people signed up, and we will um, increase the number of people who are viewing and studying a Jewish law, a halacha, every single day. And uh, Niv and Leora, I guess that's the real goal here, right? People of all ages, we just want to increase the amount of halacha, the amount of Jewish law that they're studying on a daily and regular basis, right? Yes, exactly. We just want to give it in an interesting way and enable people to learn halacha in a way that they were never able to learn before. Very cool. And as you indicated, uh, if people pay careful attention, they'll probably understand the daily references to the news of the day, stories of the day, things that are happening now in 2019, and the halachas that apply to them, which is very, very cool. Uh, Neve Leibowitz and Leora Guberman, they are part of the jump team, the NCSY jump team, Berman Hebrew Academy down in Maryland. They have uh, de- they have um, designed this helpful halacha, a relevant, interesting halacha, every weekday by text. To sign up, you text one word, daily halacha. Text it as one word, daily halacha, daily H-A-L-A-C-H-A, to the following number, 94 94- Two five three nine four two five three. You'll be automatically signed up. We want our audience to become active in this, and uh, let's increase the number of people that are signing up on a daily basis, so that everybody out there can learn and study more Jewish law. And uh, it says here in the note that you guys sent me that you want helpful halacha to be a springboard for further halachic discussion. Do you mean? online or interactively with people who are texting or you mean in general that if Jewish young if Jewish teenagers for instance you know hear about or see this text it's simply going to you know increase the conversation out there it'll it'll let them focus on Jewish law a little bit more during the day yeah so with our program we don't give all the different machlokes and the different opinions and the arguments we just give the short halacha and then when people see that they're going to wonder is there any other opinion? Is there a machloket? What is the commentary on this? So that's going to lead the teens as well as adults and anyone else to go ask their rabbi, go ask their friend, well, what does this halacha mean? What is, the, is there any dif- different opinion? And yeah, as well as online, people can ask online, people can in person, their rabbis at their school, and that's how we want it to be a further, uh, dis- how we will enable further discussion. Phenomenal, phenomenal. 
There are a lot of teenagers involved in a lot of ridiculous things these days. It's amazing to feature teenagers that are doing something so worthwhile. Uh, Leora, anything you could tell us about the reaction out there? I know it's the beginning of this project, but are you impressed with the way people are reacting so far? Um, I am impressed. In the first month, we had 300 signups. Woo! Nice! That's um, great! Yeah, just and from out of our school and with all the advertising we did, it was all worth it. Phenomenal. Hey, here's a halacha, guys. You ready for this one? How many times during the holiday of Purim do you have to hear the Megillah? you got to know the answer to this one, I would assume. Two. There yeah. you go. There you go. Night and day. Uh, you passed our test. <laughs> now, hopefully, everybody will pass your test by becoming more and more familiar with halacha through uh, the uh, daily halacha, helpful halacha text message. Everybody out there, it's very simple. Remember what we want to do. We want to outdo Yaakov Shweki. He got them into the hundreds of people to respond. We want more than that. Text the word daily halacha, daily H-A-L-A-C-H-A, to the following number, 94253, 94253. You'll be automatically signed up, and teens and adults together will be uh, able to uh, increase the amount of Jewish law that they study on a daily basis. Uh, Neve, Liora, thank you so much for joining us. Happy Purim to you guys. And uh, like I said, when we meet teenagers who are taking on worthwhile projects, we love featuring them. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. More coming up. It's Erev Purim. Tanis Zester at JM in the AM. Ani Purim, Ani Purim, Sameach umvadeach. Halorak pam bashana avolehitareach. La 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 Rush, 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 rush,
Hey, 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 it's Purim. Grab your groggers and come to Shul to hear the Megillah. How Hashem helped Mordechai and Esther lead the Jewish people to victory. Hooray! And when we hear the name Haman, stamp your feet, make lots of noise, or boo, boo, boo! Show Shanas Yachot, so halov is someh, if a beer of some Yachot, Melas Mordechai. Show Shanas Yachot, so halov is someh, if a beer of some Yachot, Melas Mordechai. Chew a song, chew a song, oh, ye solemnesa. Chew a song, chew a song, oh, ye solemnesa. Chew a song, chew a song, oh, ye solemnesa. and Vashti coming to deliver Shalach Manos. Wow, those Hamantashen look great! Ha 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 
This little joke did cure him And don't forget we owe him thanks For this jolly feast of Purim Oh, today we'll merry, merry be Oh, today we'll merry, merry be Oh, today we'll merry, merry be And not some humantashen Don't spare your blessings now. 
Esther's prayer as sung by Safam, perfect for a Tanis Esther morning, a day that um, commemorates when Esther asked that everyone uh, fast and pray for her um, in advance of her meeting with Ahasuerus and Haman. An amazing story, a time of miracles, everybody, not just back then, but these days as well. In this month of Adar, it's a Wednesday, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world, on the web at NahumSiegel.com. On the NahumSiegel Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Well, Joseph Gittler is with us live via telephone from Israel. He's founder of Leket Israel. Many of you are familiar with the incredible work they do year-round. This time of year, I would suspect uh, they're even more necessary. After all, we are rapidly approaching a very important holiday season 
Joseph Gittler, Shalom, Shalom, Happy Purim. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Malcolm, thank you as always for the opportunity to be here with you. A pleasure. I'm going to start. I'm going to go in order with the things I want to discuss with you this morning. Uh, first of all, I, I I have to assume I'm correct that as major holidays approach, the work of Leket Israel becomes even more and more important. It's an interesting thought that you have. Um, in general, I agree that that's true. But I always like to say that we need to work 365 days a year because a person who needs food assistant needs it in February or in November as much as they need it around the Chagim. That's true. But of course, there's a greater um, outpouring of help, both philanthropically and from food companies, when the holidays do come around. But let's never forget those in need all days of the year. Yeah, that's a good point. Very good point. A uh, couple of things um, uh, regarding recent news from Israel. The fourth annual Food Waste and Rescue Report has been issued. I did not even know that such a report exists, frankly. And it says here that an average Israeli family throws out food that's worth almost $1,000, dollars I'm speaking about, not shekel, per year, equivalent to a month and a half of household food consumption expenditure. Uh, Leket from the beginning has been trying everything within your power uh, to uh, limit the amount of waste, to limit the amount that people are throwing out and uh, assuming nobody um, can benefit from it. Uh, has this number gone down? Have previous reports been higher? What could you tell us about these statistics? So first off, I want to say we've got to do a better job on our PR if you haven't heard about this report yet. <laughs> and, we will, and we'll do our best. Thank you. Um, but um, look, each year the report focuses on a different aspect of food waste. So we've done uh, industrial cooked food waste. We've done agricultural food waste. This is the first year where we specifically looked at food waste in the home, which is not something LECA generally deals with. We don't necessarily pick up food at people's homes. We are much more into bulk. But we thought it was important to point out to people how much it hits you in the pocket because people don't pay close enough attention because it's not like you're spending that $1,000 in one moment in time. It's just something that adds up as the year goes on. And this is quite common in all Western countries from other reports that we've seen. I, I would say, actually, I think it's gotten a little bit better with our emphasis and publicity on food waste and, and pushing the issue. I think it's gotten a little bit better. It's also gotten better because I think people uh, in general are more aware of the impact, the environmental impact. And hopefully sometimes it's almost like when you try to get people to stop smoking. Yeah. Sometimes when you can say to them, do you know how much money? I remember once seeing a commercial, an anti-smoking commercial, where they basically did the math, and some guy who'd been smoking two packs a day for 30 years could have bought a second home. Right. So sometimes when you get one, it hits you in the pocket, maybe people will make changes. Joseph Gittler is with us, founder of Leket Israel. By the way, I would assume that people can still, even on this Erev Purim, Go online and order some Purim e-cards, part of your campaign. I would guess it's still possible, right? Yeah, they can order them today. They can order them tomorrow. And frankly, it's still fr on Friday, it's still Purim Yushalayim. So right. keep on ordering those cards. Yeah, it's really a wonderful way to support us. I think it's a wonderful way also to get a message about what's really important in Purim. I'm not saying don't do the mitzvah. Do your Mishloch Manot. But if we think about it, Mishloch Manot is, is, is important and we should do it, but utilizing those extra funds that you might have to help those in need is, is a very powerful statement. Someone actually sent me today a little, a little image which showed, uh, it was in Hebrew, it said, um, 
sort of have we gone crazy, and it showed a wad of 200 shekel bills, and that's you know what the person was spending on mishloach manot, and then it showed a little uh, a little pillar of um, ten ten agurot coins, and that's what the person was spending on matanot levionim. Wow. So do your mitzvot, but keep in mind what the real spirit of the law is. Mm, you just gave us a tremendous perspective on those two uh, things that we do on the Purim. All right, Leket's Purim e-card campaign, very easy to access. Go to Purim.Leket.org, Purim.Leket, L-E-K-E-T.org. All right, two more things. Uh, Leket has worked for the last 10 years to pass the Food Donation Act. The Knesset passed it uh, just this past October. What is the Food Donation Act? So we had a general concern in Israel that food donors at times would say to us, without a more serious government protection in case something goes wrong with the food, uh, they wouldn't give us food because they were scared of being sued. Uh, quite a typical American type of issue. Right. And uh, the, these laws exist in the U.S., good Samaritan laws. They're right. passed, they exist federally, state, and often even locally. And, uh, but it took a long time in Israel. You know, it's been a really interesting experience for us because, in general, food donors have reacted wonderfully to us. But when we wanted to get this law passed, the Justice Ministry had a really hard time getting their hands around giving a blanket protection for things that could go wrong. So the fear is, the, the fear is you, you approach a food distributor or a produce distributor or a caterer, whatever the case may be, and if something is in fact wrong and something down the road happens, you know, something bad happens to somebody down the road, they're going to be the ones held responsible. Correct. And in general, um, it's, it's a reasonable concern, and that's what we worked hard at this law, and it did, but it did take 10 years. The, the wheels of bureaucracy move Slowly, even in a especially in a country where governments change so often. Right. Uh, all right. So now people can fear less that some type of legal action may be taken against them. What What's the current situation? Yes, definitely. And we're we're feeling the difference. I'll give you an example. Yesterday, yesterday, a Leket volunteer called me. He was in a, a, a major hall, and he was speaking to the owner. And the owner said, "I um, never was willing." to donate food because I'm worried about liability. And the guy said, well, didn't you hear about this new law? And he said, no, which also gives me concern because the entire catering uh, infrastructure in this country should be first and foremost know about this law. And the minute he heard about this law, he said, have them call me. So we're seeing the impact. And what it's going to necessitate for Leckett, fortunately, unfortunately, is a lot more food, fortunately. Unfortunately, it's going to necessitate us trying to raise additional funds to put more trucks on the road and open new routes, because we are seeing the impact of that law. All right, I hear that. Joseph Gittler's with us, uh, founder of Leket Israel. They are doing amazing work and trying to prevent as much food waste as possible and trying very hard to distribute whatever good food is available to people, uh, to those in need in the state of Israel. Finally, it's no secret, Joseph, that a lot of people listening to this broadcast right now are going to be sp- who normally spend time outside of Israel are going to be spending a lot of time in Israel during the month of Nisan, the upcoming holiday of Pesach. It says here that for the first time ever, you have three consecutive days of Pesach picking, meaning where people can come and volunteer. Tell us how it works and what people need to do. Okay, well, first I'll mention people can come and volunteer with us throughout the year when they're in Israel, but specifically for Pesach, um, I, you come to our website, there's details there, or send to info at org to connect with us. 
and uh, you'll come and volunteer. We have two days in Rehovot, one day up north in the Halal, where you'll par- be participating, rescuing fruits and vegetables. I can't tell you what it is yet, but rest assured, whether it's citrus fruits or whether it's picking onions in the field, the experience is fabulous. It's really a way of connecting with the land of Medinat Yisrael in ways that people sometimes can't imagine. And, of course, then you're helping those in need by getting them healthy fruits and vegetables, which we'll deliver to them after the Chagim, some of it during the Chagim as well. We need all the help we can get. One of the reasons we're doing extra days is we've been accused of not being, um, how shall I put it, uh, thoughtful enough for those keeping two days of Yantif. <laughs> um, Interesting. So I'm not going to tell you what I think about that because I don't want to get in trouble with some of your listeners. But uh, I look forward to the day where everyone's keeping one day. But we, we decided this year, you know what, it's not fair. People want to volunteer, um, and they can't sometimes because they're keeping two days. So that's one of the reasons we're having these three days uh, this year. And if it's successful, I imagine we'll continue it in the future as well. And I know that this really doesn't need to be said, but I'll point to that anyway. It's a great family activity. If you want to bond with your family and really do something unique and different compared to normal Cholomoid outings, it's a great way to uh, spend a family day. It's a great way to spend a family day outdoors. The weather should be nice, not too hot yet. And I'll add, if anyone is celebrating a special simcha, a bar, bat mitzvah, a wedding, let us know, and we will make sure to note that and present a certificate on the day that this is how you chose to spend part of your time celebrating this special time in your life. All right, and I assume just go to leket.org and people can sign up or get information there? They certainly can. All right, everybody, it's very simple. Everything we've discussed this morning from the uh, Purim campaign in terms of the uh, the e-cards for Leket and the, all the information regarding Leket's work in Israel, plus, of course, what they're doing over Pesach in terms of the uh, picking and collection days. It's all online. Go to leket.org, L-E-K-E-T. Org. Joseph Gittler's founder of Leket, I say a happy Purim to you. Great speaking to you, and continue your amazing work on behalf of the Jewish people. Thank you. Freilichun Purim to all, and our, you know, our great hope, of course, is that the work of Leket somehow, someday, shrivels up, but until that time, we will keep on pushing as hard as we can and efficiently as we can to take care of those in need. Kolekavod, Joseph. Thank you. Thank you, Nachum. 12 minutes after 8 o'clock. Hope everyone's fast is going well. It's Erev Purim, Tanis Esther here at JMDM. <laughs>
ליצן קטן נחמד, רוקד עם כל אחד, ליצן קטן שלי, אולי תרקוד איתי, אולי, אולי, אולי תרקוד איתי, אולי, אולי, אולי תרקוד איתי. Marvin, 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 Marvin,
You got five dollars? <laughs> yes, I do. Then I'll get in touch with her immediately. <laughs> Could you please hurry, madam? I'm very anxious to speak to my grandmother. Just a second, lady. After all, I haven't got a direct line. Besides, I haven't summoned the spirits yet. <laughs> Quiet. Hello? It's Tanis Esther Morning here at JM in the AM. 
22 minutes after 8 o'clock. A big shout-out to our friends at the Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy. Ray Kushner Yeshiva High School was great spending yesterday, Tuesday, with everybody. And a big shout-out to the Halpern and Jacob families. Big shout-out to Rabbi Rubin, the entire staff and administration over there at the Kushner Schools. It was really a wonderful morning. A big shout-out to Aaron's Casino Farms, uh, who sponsor our On the Road segments. And a special shout-out to Aaron's in West Orange, New Jersey, that now... Uh, during the uh, month of uh, between Purim and Pesach, a 4% donation to the Kushner schools when you use your Kushner loyalty card at Aaron's in West Orange, New Jersey. Check it out and enjoy the savings and enjoy supporting an amazing educational institution. He is the vice president for wine education and a hundred other titles over at the Royal Wine Corporation that we know as Kedem. Most importantly, he is the number one global kosher wine sommelier, and I mean global, on the entire planet that we call planet Earth. He's the one, the only, Jay Buxbaum. <clears throat> Boker Tov. Boker Tov, Boker Oral. Even though it's Erev Purim, we're going to be a drop serious this morning. Well, you know, it's a, it's a fast day. It is? And so... Uh, <laughs> You know, on a fast day, you do sobering thoughts. Yeah, but Erev Purim, fast of Esther, as you just heard, yeah. we, we like to, you know, keep the mix a, it up, keep the other spirit out there. By you. the way, exchange with one of my kids yesterday. You ready for this? Go ahead, uh, Dad. We need wine for Purim. You know, we we have a lot of guests Baruch Hashem tomorrow, so we need wine for the Suda, etc. I said, great, you know, problem. He says, do me a favor. <laughs> Not just the 5% stuff. Try, try, try to get 1213 if you don't mind. Yeah. Now, 1213, I'm curious because when he said it, it, it struck me. 1213 is not standard, right? That's already on the much higher end in terms of alcohol content. When we look at standard stuff, I don't know, you know, the things that I like, Chenin Blanc, Orange Muscat, et cetera, it's more in the 8-9 area or am I wrong? You're, you're not wrong, but you're wrong. I am wrong. Yes, you are wrong. What are those? The, the, the primary, the, those, are, those are lower. Right. In the eight-ish area? No, Chenin Blanc is actually higher, but it's but the regular and common wine table wine is between twelve and fourteen. All right, so drum roll, please, Mr. Booksbaum, you're here on Erev Purim. Before we discuss the serious stuff, if I need a twelve thirteen to satisfy, you know, the son who gave me the ultimatum, give me an example. Well, if you want what a white, if you want a good white wine, is Baron Herzog Chardonnay and the red. Or lineage Chardonnay, and if you want a good red wine, same thing. Baron Herzog Cabernet, or lineage uh, Cabernet, or choreograph. Right. Or so I got to go on the high end. You're saying, I mean, well, I mean, a case of that stuff could, you know, well, could, could you set know, me back a while. Actually, it brings me to one of my points that I was going to make today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> talking about eight percent and thirteen percent and fourteen percent and five percent, the stuff that you like and right. stuff that many people love, which is the Bartonura Blue Moscato. Right. That's five and a half percent. Oh, yeah, I've graduated from that, Jay. Come on. So people think, okay, let's do the lighter wine for Purim and it'll be easier on us, yeah. right? Wrong. Why? Wrong. Because there's something called equivalency, and I have it on one of my points that I want to make. Equivalency oh, is equivalency is equivalency. It's not how much each glass of wine has in alcohol. It's how much total alcohol you consume. So don't think... You know, a lot of people out there going, oh, don't worry, I'm uh, not going to get drunk if you because do a lot of I'm only going to do right. uh, the Moscato, so right. I'll be fine. Right. Yeah, but you know what? If you do four glasses of Moscato, it's the same thing as doing two glasses of Chardonnay. Got it. I see that your marketing department prepared you well for this encounter. 
Uh, actually, they have no idea what they're doing as far as this goes. You know. They sat you down and said, Jay, make sure to let everybody know that four bottles of this equals at least one bottle of that. <laughs> exactly. And they should have, oh, I see. And they should have all of it at their poor Exactly, <laughs> actually. Uh, you should have all of it, but you know, we're here. You know why we're at here. At the minimum, right? Jay, if we don't sell the good stuff, at least we get four of those bad ones sold. <laughs> and, and you know, at, uh, towards the end, I think at some point today, I'm going to tell a very personal story that I don't think I've ever told on on the air before with you ever mm. i don't think so that's interesting yeah um not that i'm allowed to mention this word on Erev purim but i'll you know i'll chance it are, are you are you busier than ever because of the upcoming next holiday of Pesach, or or <laughs> the has, upcoming next holiday or, or has your busy season for Pesach really been in january and february I, i'm i'm at the end of the th- last throes of being crazy right. So less travel for you in the next month or not? Actually, next week I'm going to be in three countries. Really? Yeah, I'm going to be in Mexico, Panama. We got to get back to doing this. Where in the world well, is Jay? Well, not just that. We have to get back to the dream of joining you on a Panama trip. Oh, that's that'd a, be great. That's a separate. I'm issue. ready. Let's, and you know every good kosher restaurant true, that's there. That's true. And there are a lot. Yeah, I know. Even for a relatively small community. What wine do be... they like there? Give me one uh, wine that they love down there. Oh, they love Flam. Really? Yeah. Nice. It's a good choice. Oh, yeah. High end. Yeah, very high end. Yeah. So anyway, you were saying that you're traveling in that lot for the next so I'm gonna couple be, weeks. I'm going to be in Panama. I'm going to be in Mexico. And then I'm going to end up in Miami. Not Miami, Boca. Right. And then back home. So, What state will you be for the Pesach Seder? Have you decided what state you'll yes, be in? Yes, I'm going to be in California. California, with Mr. Bookstaff. And this is the first time yeah. I've gone away in almost six years. Wow. Oh, this is going to be the, yes, this will be the sixth year. You're ready for the California sun? Or you do, I, actually, yeah, with the, your job, you don't see the sun much. <laughs> the people at Regal Retreats are going to be just having a wonderful Pesach. Have they ordered their wine already? Oh, yeah. Lots of cases. They they have it. I have. <laughs> I have ordered the wine for them. The hotel storage closet is filled to the uh, brim. It's not filled yet. It hasn't revived yet, but it'll it'll be there. When pretty does soon. or when do the cases arrive for a Pesach program? Only a couple days before. Seriously? Yeah. If Pesach's Friday night, the pre prior Friday, it's not even in the hotel yet. No, no, not usually. Interesting. That's, a lot that's of the foods a chance, are, but no? yeah. Well. We, you got to time it right. You have efficient shipping. Yeah, we do. Yeah. You're known for that. Yeah, we do. And if there's no wine at the Seder, I'm sure there's something we can do to supplement, <laughs> right? <laughs> Kiddush on ginger ale. <laughs> Kiddush on ginger ale. No, Kiddush on your mozi. Yeah, exactly. On your challah. <laughs> on the challah chilas matzah. Anyway, please, oh, God. I know you could do that with on Shabbos. I yeah. wonder if you could do that in... Yeah. Well, I, ask your local rabbi. Well, I'm going to give you a, a Go bracha Go that, that you don't have to face that situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Let, let's hope that Shiloh doesn't yes, come up. Yes, let's hope so. <laughs> I mean, you've never heard of a case because you guys ship to a million programs. You never heard of a case where they literally did not get their wine shipment before the Seder. No, but we, we've heard of cases where a lot of it was missing or some of it was missing yeah. or most of it was missing. The, or, the staff got to it, huh? And they had to use only grape juice and they had to oh, blend boy. grape juice with wine. And wow. I've heard crazy, crazy. Well, I mean, no I wonder, don't have to tell you. No, you've been there and no, done that. No wonder, crazy no wonder you go to California. You, you, you get away from the crazy. Oh, Simple baby. as that. Yeah. Now, today is Erev Purim. Right. There's a habit <clears throat> that uh, young and older people in our community have. Right, you're familiar with it because you facilitate it very often. That's right. I I promote it, <laughs> and that not, is not this, but and that know, is that drinking the, wine. That in the, general. there is a a beautiful custom of enjoying wine with our not just you know weekday meals, but especially during the holidays when it comes Correct. to Shabbos, Yontav, a day like Purim, etc. 
But even you, Jay Booksbaum, who loves when the balance sheet shows that <laughs> zillions of bottles of wine have been sold, even you insist on coming down here on a yearly basis to say, hey, no matter who you are, man or woman, no matter how young or old you are, there is a proper way to celebrate Purim. What yeah. would you say? I would say uh, I cannot tell you how many Hatzalah calls. I mean, I'm going to go through the litany because yeah. it's a really, really, really serious issue. I cannot tell you how many Hatzalah calls there are um, in our communities during the Purim holiday. Starting cannot, tonight. Starting tonight. I cannot tell you how many people, um, Rahama from Mask, has told me uh, that children get started on becoming alcoholics and addicted to other substances, starting with Purim. I cannot tell you how many people end up in the hospital. I cannot tell you, tell you how many people lose their cars, lose their Le- cars. Legally. Legally. Legal reasons. Because, the, you know, cops take it away from them. I cannot tell you how many accidents there are. It just goes on. And how many people get sick. It just goes on fall and on. Fall down staircases. Fall down staircases. Break, le- break, you know, all kinds of things. You really, you really, you know, it's, it, it is a mitzvah. Adelo yada. You know that you. Well, should, we'll call it a custom. Go ahead. A custom, okay. Right. But I want you to know, I read, I did the Mishnah Brewer on this, yeah. and again, uh, you know, defer to your local rabbi. <laughs> but it is very clear, and it's not just, you know, it's okay. It's very clear that one of the ways to be yotze completely is to take a short nap. Mm. Completely. So have a little wine. I didn't realize I was take doing a, a mitzvah nap. every Purim. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, and someone said to me, no, Nachum, no, that's only Nachum, the Evid. Can you help here? Well, I'm in the middle of doing a mitzvah. It's only according to the B'dyevit. Right. And and I'll tell you, the way I learned that it's not just the B'dyevit. It's one of the alternates of how to do it. Right. And again, check with your local rabbi. But, you know, it's also interesting. I was thinking about this on the way in. How everybody, you know, lauds, you know, the leadership of our communities, which they should. Right. The great Rabbanim, Right. And when it and and you know they want to be just like them. They can't get there yet because they're not. You know they can't learn as much and they can't be as not careful. Not on that level. Not on that level. But when it comes to Purim, <laughs> oh, then they want to be from. But you want to know something? You want to be from? Take a look at those leaders. They're not getting fall down drunk. That's right. Be just like them. A hundred percent. None of them are. None of them are getting fall down. Believe me. You no. want to be like them? They're, is it they're drinking Use wine at their, their, their suda. Exactly. And they're getting a little high and they're getting a little happy and they're getting a little out of you know, but go go follow them for this. Call a kavod to you if you do that. Now, you over the years, yeah. I mean, we're doing this 30 years, so yeah. you over the years have been very outspoken about describing to people, especially the younger people, right. what the experience is like. Not that you know firsthand, wink, wink, but you could describe to a 15, 16, 17, 21, 25-year-old man and woman these days right. what it's like to be in the state that you're referring to. <laughs> and well, it is the one of the most unpleasant. I mean, you want to die. You basically would rather die right. than go through that the headache and the vomiting oh, and God. the stomach. You'd rather literally just, you know, end it, so to speak. Right, right. You want to you want to expound on that? Well, I'm, I'm going to expound on that, but I want to hit a, a couple of points sure. that are, are, you know, very, very important. Okay. First of all, the point of equivalency, which I just stated, which right. was, you know, 
people think that if you do light wines or if you do sugary wines, or you know, it's all kinds of different wines. Those are the wines, and everybody has different opinions on this. Those are the wines that get you sick. The answer is equivalency is equivalency, meaning the amount of alcohol that you consume is the amount of alcohol you consume. If you have a 5% alcohol and you're drinking two glasses, it's the equivalent of drinking one of a 12% alcohol approximately. If you have one shot of whiskey, it's the equivalent of drinking one glass of 12% wine, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Don't think that just because you're going to drink only one shot, then that's it, that that's going to be, you know, that that's fine because the rest of it's going to be all wine. It's equivalency. That's number one. Number two, underage means 18, I'm sorry, excuse me, 21 and under. Right. Underage drinking is Earlier than your 21st birthday, right is illegal. Right. And anybody who, first of all, for yourself, you're not allowed to do it right. if you're under 21. Right. But anybody who gives, facilitates, a tw- uh, facilitates a, someone under 21 is doing something illegal. And not only are they doing something illegal, they can be held accountable for whatever happens to that person or whatever that person does to anyone else. God that forbid. includes. Go ahead. Hosts that you're walking around to different houses on Purim and they encourage you to take a drink at the age of 20, 19, 18, or whatever it is, they, as you just said, could be held responsible for exactly, that. Exactly, exactly. Number three. And people in shul. And people in shul. I have to tell you, you know, uh, many years ago, uh, Rahama from Mask, and anybody who needs this as a, as a resource, please call Mask. The numbers are all over the place. Um, mothers and fathers aligned to save kids. Uh, but I want to tell you, many years ago, she asked me, uh, my wife was doing intake you know, she's working mm-hmm. in the office there, and she said to me, Jay, it's Erev Purim. Do me a favor. Can you put these flyers out in the very shuls in the neighborhood? This is 20 years ago, okay? So I went, I'm not going to tell you the first shul, whatever the name of the shul it was. It was in Brooklyn. It was in Brooklyn, and I went to the first shul, and I spoke to, I, I said, is the rabbi here? And he said, yeah, the rabbi's here. Rabbi, do you mind if I put these mask flyers out? And he goes, oh, mask, fantastic idea, wonderful program. But you know what? It's not, it's not really pertinent to our shul. Not no gaya. Not no gaya to our shul. Okay, so, but you know, so you could put it out, but it, definitely people should know about it. Put it out, put it out. I went to the next shul, and this went on and on. And you know what? I went to back to Rahama and I said to Rahama, you know, this is what I'm hearing. She said, Jay, that shul, that's the worst shul, the first one. The second one that you went to, that's the, like the third worst, you know, and so on and so forth. I'm telling you, it's happening everywhere. And sadly, it's worse than ever. And so we have to be so careful. So that's that's second. Right. Third, no mixing. People saying, you know, if I don't mix, if I only drink one, I'm fine. Again, it's equivalency. It doesn't matter what you drink. You know, it's true that sugary, uh, sugary um, drinks can actually make it worse because it, it caused the fermentation in your own system to get worse. But that could be a glass of Coke right. with your wine, you know? It's not just because the wine is sugary, okay? So sugary, not sugary, it's the alcohol content. Driving. Don't oh, drink and drive. Let me tell you something. Two glasses of wine within less than an hour, I'm sorry, within two hours, it, you're already over the limit. Two glasses? You're two way hours? over the limit. Yeah, you're over the limit. And definitely, even when, you know, legally, and I, you know, I, I had this discussion with my wife all the time, and she's not happy with me very often. But even if you're under the limit, it does change your ability to react quickly, et cetera, et cetera, if there should be, you know, be um, defensive driving. So when not- people walk into the perm suda and say, I will have nothing because I'm driving, they are really doing the right They're thing. They're doing the right thing. 
even one glass. They're doing the right thing. And if you're going to have a glass, wait an hour before and you, re- you drive and, again. And you are sure. Even one glass. And you are sure that two glasses of wine in, within that time span would put you over the limit. Absolutely. Wow. And, there, you know, by the way, there's a very uh, there's a very simple thing. There's a BAC calculator you can Google. Anybody can Google it. Blood alcohol content cal- calculator. Uh, oh, it'll tell you how many glasses. And yeah, and it'll tell you how many glasses. Wow. Okay. Um, okay, so... so you were talking about you're talking about earlier about um, the horrible experience, right. and uh, you know, <laughs> it is no fun, ladies and gentlemen out there of all ages. <laughs> and Nachum loves when I, I love when I thing. when I say because that. everyone no one can yell at me about it because <laughs> it's just so appropriate. <laughs> it, it is no fun leaning over the curb, vomiting your guts out, <laughs> or worse, I remember as a child. You know, putting my head out the window in a van full of guys, no girls at the time, full of guys. One, I hope the guy was driving was sober, but frankly, I'm not sure in those days. But putting my head out the window and vomit spewing all, I mean, gosh, and the amount of pain, literally the amount of pain that's in your head is, you know, then and the next morning you just from, want it to end. From, from dehydration and from retching oh. and all that is horrible. Now, you've changed your your um, your monologue on this a drop, I noticed. Because <laughs> in the old days, you would not say vomiting your guts out. You would actually say puking your puking guts out. Puking your guts so, out. So I'm wondering, have you altered your presentation a drop, or are you, you you change off year after Maybe year? Maybe my eight are listening. <laughs> I don't know. But I do, I, I said this oh. earlier in the... Um, in the broadcast, in the in this talk, and I want to tell the story. Yeah, I want to tell the story. Um, and I think this is a an important message, not for fathers alone, or mothers these days, or but also for rebbies and leaders and anybody who runs a seder. Uh, uh, you know, a perm suda. Oh, it was over twenty years ago. I don't think I've ever told the story online. You'll you'll remember if I did. It was over 20 years ago it was because it was before, I believe, we moved to Elizabeth, the wonderful community in Elizabeth, and there's still some wonderful houses available for anyone. Anyway. Jay's now a tra- uh, be, real estate. Before we moved to Elizabeth, I overdid it. I was married, had kids. Some of them were very impressionable. All, all, you know, those that were, were learning all about Purim and Adeloyada and all this kind of stuff and they wore their hats and they wore their crowns and they wore and they had their staffs and you know it was a great we're having a great time and daddy overdid it and daddy ended up what they call uh, uh driving the porcelain <laughs> the porcelain car you know <laughs> literally head over the toilet vomiting his guts out and one of my children, and if I get the permission, I just thought about this, telling the story on the way over, but if I get permission for next year, I'll tell you which one it was. One of my children went over to my... Well, is lovely... that significant, which one it was? Yes. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. It, it, it okay. is because, because it makes it more real, okay. that's all. Your child goes ahead. You know, my child goes ahead and goes to my wife and says, Mommy, if this is Purim, I don't want it. Wow. If this is what Purim is about... I don't want Purim anymore in this house. And I want to strong tell you, statement. I want to tell you it cured me. Wow. I have not overdone it since, but I think the message is not just for me. If you're a Rebbe, if you're a Rebbe 
and your, you know, even if it's one kid, even if it's one kid and it's not just one, and one kid sees you or anybody in the room really sick and really, you know, out of it and not doing the right thing and not saying the right thing, even if they're not puking their guts out, not saying the right thing, that's what you're influencing him. That's what you're telling him Purim is about. If you're a balabas, if you're, a, you know, the head of a household, and you have non-religious people coming in, and they're loving it because they're seeing the children dressed up and the wonderful food and the wife involved and everybody's happy, but one person is off the deep end, and they look at that and they're influenced poorly, it's your fault. Don't forget that. So I, I urge everybody to take the lesson that I learned to heart and to incorporate it into your own homes and your own lives. Phenomenal. I, I can't add anything to that. Just phenomenal. I am sure that you, your family, and the entire, entire Royal Wine Kedem family wishes everyone listening worldwide a safe, proper, and respectable holiday of Purim. Amen. That's all they want. <laughs> yeah, and don't forget to buy all your wine for Pesach because, uh, you know, I still got to pay tuitions for somebody. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, really. You're going to be hit with some bill, huh? <laughs> yeah, sure, somewhere, somewhere. I'm going to get more bills than ever. Thank God. Thank God. Do you think that once Purim is over, people, in fact, do accelerate immediately in terms of buying their wine and stuff for Pesach? An awful lot, an awful lot of, of the wine buying for Pesach will take place today. Even though it's oh, Purim, Purim because, specials, yeah, Purim specials, right? And and keep an eye out for that. So there's a heads up. But yes, after Purim, I think they'll wait a day or so, till, right. you know, till things calm down a little bit. But right. I think most of the sales uh, will go on for another week or two. It's going to be a great Pesach this year. It's all Chalamite, right? right? Which is nice. It's all Chalamite, which right. so people can really enjoy their stay wherever they are, whether it be at home or away or in Florida or in California at Regal Retreats. Or, or Israel. Or Israel. Ugh, I wish I was. Um, but, yeah, uh, and drink responsibly. Be careful. Jay, you did well this morning. Thank you. That was a great, great story, and I hope one that really pierced everybody because this terrible terrible disease that we as a community have of overdoing it in this area is so if you think about it in the context of our parents and grandparents they would look upon it with such terrible disdain Hmm. and who wants to disappoint them after all i thank you jay ladies and gentlemen he and the entire royal wine kedem family wish you and all of us a happy freilich and purim he's the one the only the global most influential <laughs> Jewish kosher wine sommelier on the entire planet. <laughs> the one and only Jay Buxbaum. <laughs> Happy Purim, everybody. Happy Purim from JM in the AM. <laughs> Chamudimatem, <laughs> <laughs>
He was short and fat and rode out of the west with a Mogan David on his silver vest. He was mean and nasty right clear through, which was kind of weird because he was yellow too. They called him Irving. Big Irving. Big short Irving. Big short fat Irving. The 142nd fastest gun in the west. He came from the old bar mitzvah spread, schlepping a salami and pumpernickel bread. He always followed his mother's wishes, even on the range he used two sets of dishes. Irving. Big fat Irving. Big sissy Irving. The 142nd fastest gun in the West. Irving. 141 could draw faster than he, but Irving was looking for 143, walking a saw saloon like a man insane, and ordered three fingers of two cents plain. Irving. Big fat Irving. Big sport Irving. The 142nd fastest gun in the West. Irving. The James boys was coming on a train at first sun and the town said, Irving, we need your gun. Well, that train pulled in at the break of dawn. Irving's gun was there, but Irving was gone. Irving. Big fat Irving. Big help Irving. The 142nd fastest gun in the West. Irving. Well, finally, Irving got three slugs in the belly. It was right outside the Frontier Deli. He was sitting there, twirling his gun around, and Butterfingers Irving gunned himself down. Irving. Big fat Irving. Big dum-dum Irving. Big dum-dum dead Irving. The 142nd fastest gun in the West. Esther morning at JM in the AM. By the way, to a Sima and Avram Yanki Turkeltaub, a, a brand new baby girl down in Lakewood, New Jersey. We say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Um, yeah, the Ballad of Irving. What a way to wrap up a JM in the AM for an Erev Purim, huh? That's for sure. It's Tanis Esther. Tomorrow, Mayor Weingarten, I thank him in advance for another great Purim edition of JM and the AM. Thank you, Mayor, and Simchat Purim to you. Uh, everybody out there, what can I say? Thanks for all the comments on the app. Thanks for all the great Purim wishes. We're back Friday. I'm back Friday. We're, we're here, of course, all through the day tomorrow and all through the day today. Uh, I am back Friday morning. Shushan Purim with the weekly update and plenty more on an Erev Shabbos broadcast. Make sure to be tuned in. Should be a lot of fun as our Friday morning broadcasts always are. And a big shout-out to our friends at the Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy, Ray Kushner Yeshiva High School. We had an amazing visit there yesterday. Really a lot of fun. To Rabbi Rubin and to everybody, we say thank you from all of us here at JM in the AM. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com, on the NachumSingle Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. 
Wraps up a, a Wednesday for us here at JMNAM. An easy fast to all and a wonderful Freilich and Purim to everybody. Bite Size Yoni Pollock is next between now and 11 a.m. Avrami is scheduled to do a uh, a Purim live lunch. No joke. A Purim live lunch because for Avrami it's going to be Purim. Starting at uh, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. That's 5 p.m. for him in Israel. And, uh, of course, tomorrow, jam the end with Mayor Weingarten. I thank Mayor again in advance. I wish him a Simchat Purim. And uh, after Mayor is finished, a full day of incredible programming on the Nachum Single Network app. Uh, you can't have Purim without us accompanying you all day long, and you'll see what I mean once you tune in tomorrow. Have a fabulous and incredible holiday of Purim. Till Friday, Nachum Single reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.